I am speaking and you can understand what I'm saying. What is going on here? What is this phenomenon? This is what we call words. Today we're going to talk about how we use words and why it's important that we keep and preserve them in today's episode of the Perfectly Honest Podcast. Welcome back to the Perfectly Honest Podcast, where we talk about family, marriage, and our testimonies of Jesus Christ. I'm Kiana. And I'm Michael. And if we're being perfectly honest, we got a really good recording of me burping right before we started this. Yeah, we saved it. We're going to... Okay, cue the noise now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we're going to share with the world. I'm scared. It It was crisp. It was so crisp. And if I'm being perfectly honest... I am really excited to do the podcast again after taking a break. Mm-hmm. This is my happy space now. So Aww. we can, I just want to do this for, we talked so much about the podcast. I feel like in yeah. the last week and I was like, is it even real? Cause I hadn't, you know, we hadn't recorded in over two weeks now. So. Well, okay. So background information. We went on a trip to California. Yeah. We were going to record an episode with Michael's brother and his wife, but his brother had like, a mouth, a tooth emergency. Coleman had a double ear infection. I couldn't even be there. Yeah, Michael was busy doing something else. I was just working to pay for gas to be out in the trip. Yeah, so, so yeah, it didn't not work out. But we we imagined and dreamed a lot about the podcast. So we're excited to be back. <laughs> yep, yep. So today we're going to talk about words, which uh, I'm really excited to talk about. We We talked a lot about this on our trip and we're like, you know what? People uh, devalue words a lot in mm-hmm. the way that they use them. Yes. Because as we use words, you know, we're we're adding a lot of context to them. And sometimes it's like, we'll just throw out a word. And because we exaggerate uh, or oh, I can't remember what I was saying that in the car ride. That we overuse words? Yeah, that's uh-huh. what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, because of overuse or exaggeration, mm-hmm. yes. we decrease the value mm-hmm. of words. And in that meaning of of like when we use them, people are just like, it, it, if a word means too much, then it means nothing kind of thing. So. Yeah. So like, for example, um, toxic was like a big word. What, we talked a lot about two toxic. years ago. Everyone's like, oh, so-and-so's toxic. Like, cut them out. And now, since toxic kind of lost some meaning, non-toxic is what, like, all the companies have picked up on. Yeah. As part of, like, their marketing. They're like, oh, this this pan is non-toxic. It's non-toxic. Which, okay, this is, this is really funny. I want to dive into this because, like, uh, we were hearing some phrases... Uh, recently, like someone saying like, oh, like this situation is 100, 100% 100% toxic. Like, okay, a, sim- a synonym for toxic is poison. Okay. So like if something is 100%, just to put, because poison right now means more than toxic does because of how we've used it. Mm-hmm. So this is just putting it to perspective. If something is 100% poisonous, what does that mean? You would not be living to right? tell the tale. Yeah. Like you wouldn't <laughs> be living to tell the tale. And so we, we thought that was like funny because like, especially like, oh yeah, that, that relationship, that was 100% toxic, you know, or like, uh, you know, this, this culture, you know, or church culture or something is 100% toxic. It's like, it's not 100%. Yeah. Like, like when you walk in the door, you know, to church, do, you know, does do you someone, get, does someone stab you? And, yeah, like, 
like no that doesn't happen so we're like we're like it's and and that's what we can do i think with words if we see that they've been overused like find a synonym and then Mm -hmm. just plug it in and see if it's like you know because then then we're going to be saying stuff like oh yeah 100 percent poisonous like like deathly right so it's so ridiculous we we ranted about that quite Mm a bit on our trip which is yeah just because words are so overused or like really clickbaity and people latch on yeah and we just like become so unintentional with what comes out of our mouth yeah. we just recycle what we are hearing on social media what our friends are saying right all these like buzzwords and it's it's devaluing words yeah exactly i mean and this was kind of like uh our last podcast we did talk about culture Mm -hmm. and how that's used and overused in a lot of ways um triggering is watch out guys watch out i just used the word that's a buzzword the buzzword (laughs) uh we use that a lot yeah we do it's actually like when i first heard it i was like oh that kind of has a certain meaning to it Mm -hmm. and it was this was like after high school for me when i first heard it used in that sense was like Oh yeah, triggering like kind of like pulling the trigger on a gun. Yeah. Right? Like that's throwing you straight into a a situation that's like emotionally uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Now it's just used so often that I'm like, you know, what was me saying uh, you know, something like, "Oh man, I I I didn't really like, I don't know, like if if I maybe if we're in like a a public setting or something and like we're watching a show, it'd be like, "Oh yeah, that comedian like wasn't that funny or something." I don't know. Like I'm just giving mm-hmm. a random example. Yeah. But but if I said that, someone was like, "Oh yeah, that's kind of triggering." Is that really me like pulling the trigger? Uh-huh. You know? That's, you know, or or maybe like th- this might be an even easier thing is like if I bring up race or something, like if I bring up my Oh yeah, that's kind of like a white thing. You know, to do. And someone says, oh, that's kind of triggering. It's like, yeah, did, did I pull the trigger? Yeah. Did I really pull the trigger in this situation? Mm-hmm. Right. And and I I don't say, uh, I, I don't personally like to joke about race. But if I, I'm just, I'm just giving an example yeah. of something that people do say, oh, okay, this is, that was triggering. That was triggering. Oh man, I'll, I'll, you know, just because you were a, a white man and I've been suppressed or something like that. You know? Well, then I wonder like, I don't know. Have we just gone soft? <laughs> like, right. I feel like we've talked about this too. There's a lack of resilience yes. in the world right now. And it's like any opportunity you get to be the victim, people take that. Like any opportunity to say the world's against me, that hurt my feelings. People really latch on to that. Exactly. Exactly. And, and uh, you know, maybe someone did hurt your feelings, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before talk about this with the culture episode what did they mean by that mm-hmm. right kind of the trigger culture and the you know what surrounds it is basically that everyone means malice towards me how mm-hmm. selfish of an idea that is well and right? how sad of an idea because yeah if you really truly view the world that way you are going to live a very unhappy life yeah if you think everyone is against you Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, and there are things that that do kind of hurt. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, not saying that you're not allowed to experience those feelings, but uh, just make it a little bit easier for people so that they don't don't have to walk on eggshells. Mm -hmm. You know, they might not know that maybe you had a parent who died or or a brother or friend. Mm -hmm. Right. And someone might say to you, 
like a uh, like a yo mama joke or something. Right. And and they're just being an idiot. I've totally done that before. Really? Yeah. Oh I, gosh, what is this? It was Tell like us. one of my first semesters at school, and I didn't know that this person, like their parent, had died, and I totally made like a your mom joke, and yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so sorry, I didn't know. Yeah. Like some people, we're just careless. We're careless with world with words. Yeah, yeah, we are careless, and and that's kind of a good example of like both sides um, can be careless to the point where it's not really helpful to anybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, why should people walk on eggshells? But at the same time, uh, you know, maybe you should also say like, no, oh, maybe I should be careful with my yo mama jokes. That's okay too. <laughs> like to feel like, oh man, I once I realized that there was a person who who had lost their mom mm-hmm. it's okay to feel bad about that that's yeah. not the problem it's just more like um you know you don't have to to sacrifice that mm-hmm. person in the social sphere because they did something that they didn't realize you know was going to hurt you so we live in a really tough environment for that that's this is kind of diving into the social mm-hmm. issue of um just social life in general yeah. uh but that's kind of one of the things that can happen if we devalue mm-hmm. our words. Totally. Yeah. So I want to talk more about the power behind words. Yes. Um, okay. For example, in high school, you know, I was in AP English classes. I think you did. You took I did. some higher up English classes too. I, I did an AP English yeah. class. And you're like annotating these passages that are just like the words are so rich and have so much meaning, so much symbolism, so much double meaning. Right. And context. And context. That, was, that, ma- that gave power to the words and too. And it's yeah. so beautiful. And I feel like there's maybe a lack of that. But on the other hand, like the words we speak every single day, we can either speak life or speak death over situations over relationships over ourselves and this is something that i feel like god has really been teaching me so speaking death over something what does that look like that's complaining yes that's nagging that's talking that's gossiping talking behind people's backs yeah so if you find yourself speaking these words of oh my gosh i just hate i can't believe like just over and over all of these negative negative words like you're going to be putting that negative energy into the things that you're talking about you're going to be feeling those things towards those yeah topics and whatever right exactly and 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 on like the the positive thing too um if you're always looking to uh, and in the positive sense you're you're basically turning from yourself Mm -hmm. inside toward your like outside (laughs) basically mm-hmm. uh and not just thinking about external factors you're you're really thinking about other people mm-hmm. right and uh you know so if if you're looking to uh, give give praise to somebody mm-hmm. or or give a meaningful com- compliment uh, and i mean meaningful not just complimenting cuz you know you think you should you yeah know? right uh but also thinking positively about your day and like mm-hmm. and and uh thinking uh gratefully Mm -hmm. exactly and so when we choose to speak life quote unquote or speak positively about things we have to make sometimes we have to make a very conscious effort to switch gears you might be in your head thinking like oh my goodness like this has been the worst day of my life blah 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 and it's okay to let those frustrations out but like 
It's also so important to, like you said, express gratitude, express love, like use your tongue for good. Right. Now, here's something I'm thinking about right now is sometimes because we devalue the power of words, Mm -hmm. it can be hard to speak powerfully in positive ways. Mm -hmm. For example, when you say I love you to somebody, Mm -hmm. how can we make sure that that has meaning, right? And, and how can we make sure that it's just not like, I mean, it's okay to say like, I love you in passing. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not just because we, and that might be because we overuse it, that it has a little less power sometimes. But I think that we can also bring a lot of power to our words. If a person can tell that we were very thoughtful, that we had actually spent a lot of time with that person. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then when you, you know, bring the praise, you're saying, Hey, I've been thinking about you right? Mm -hmm. The context is really important. I mean, same within your reading, right? If you're, Mm -hmm. if you're reading Shakespeare and you have this amazing, beautiful context, uh, and the context is the story and it's the words that he just surrounds something. You're Mm -hmm. like, Oh wow. That's just, that's so beautiful and rich. Uh, you know, where you go to the social media and everything surrounding, like, I love you guys is like, Okay. Yeah, sure. You know? Yeah. No, <laughs> it's it, like, I, I don't know you very well, but if, if you'd spent time with me and you said, Hey, I really love you. I really appreciate you for, for these reasons. Mm-hmm. That That's powerful. Yeah. And it's funny that you brought up the example of overusing. I love you. Cause that's something your parents have talked about a lot. Really? Yeah. That your mom is always like, whenever she hangs up the phone, Oh, love you. Like, it's just one of those things that she always wants to make sure that you know that the last thing she said to you is I love you. Right. And your dad is like, okay, like you don't have to say it every single time. <laughs> it starts to lose its meaning. And I, yeah. I didn't really get that when he first said that to me when well, they were talking about it in front of me. And I was like, what? She just loves you. Like, let her love you. But I, I can see where he's coming from now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think both are valid. That's kind of funny. You know, on that topic though, it is, it is more powerful, you know, to, I mean, what, what do you want out of the relationship? Mm-hmm. Do you want the person to hear you say, I love you? Or do you want them to feel you yes. feel that you love them? Mm-hmm. Right. Feel that they love you. Yeah. I mean, that's powerful. I mean, to be felt loved is so much different than to be told. Absolutely. In fact, being told that you're love might just be a punch in the face if you don't feel it, mm-hmm. you know? So, and I'm sure in my parents' situation, they both, they both feel and say it a lot. So it's kind of a running joke. Yeah. And that's okay. That's so funny. So you said the phrase, I've, I've been thinking about you. Yeah. I think that's one of the most like beautiful phrases that we have in English. Like I've been thinking about you. Yeah. Like when someone says that to you and then they follow up. You mean, you mean that I took up some of your mind space? Right. You know, like you weren't thinking about all those other things. There's so much competing for our attention. So when someone says, I've been thinking about you or, or this. this, Shows you how selfish we are. I feel like in society. But this, this is the scariest and happiest phrase that we've been hearing recently. So I listen to your podcast (laughs) and, and you, and sometimes they stop there. So I listen to your podcast. Yeah, what did you think about so it? what'd you think? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I know that is the scariest. And, you know, cause uh, I think people sometimes don't know how to necessarily, uh, you know, talk with us about it and that's totally okay. Uh, because it's like kind of scary to like approach someone and be like, I've been listening to you a lot. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and maybe we have very different ideas from you and you totally disagree with us. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> I, I do appreciate though, there are uh, some people who who say, you know, I, I loved your podcast. They're like, oh, thank you so much. And then they continue yeah. and say, uh, I love that you're approaching these issues and this. And then it kind of just like puts us at ease because it's like, okay, like we can talk about like what we're talking about. <laughs> we can actually have a conversation on it, yeah. you know, so... Totally. Anyway, to all those people out there who are listening to this podcast who have said to us, I love your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Talk to us more. Yeah. So I kind of just want to maybe circle back a little bit to like talking positively about and in your relationships. Yes. So I've, we've gone through spurts like Michael and I have, where at the end of the night, we're like, oh my gosh, like why was Coleman so difficult today? And it just becomes kind of this complaining fest. Like, oh, he did this. He scratched my face, blah, blah, blah. But when we go... And that is that is That is reality. (laughs) No, but when we go through these phases of speaking positively of Coleman, like the next morning, we're like, oh my gosh, like we just have the best son in the world and we just love being his parents. It really helps. Like our words can shape our thoughts, which shape our emotions, which shape our reality. Like words have so much power. They do. And I I just wonder what would happen if we all tried to be more intentional with our words. I feel like we would talk a lot less. Yeah. Because we'd be thinking about what we're actually saying. I know. I mean, how many filler words, even in this episode, don't go back. Don't don't re-listen to it. You'll hear all the likes and you knows and ums and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> we do that. Yeah. We just do that because we're nervous. We want to fill the space. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't just try to fill the space with words. We should let our words grace the space. <laughs> exactly. But I came up with that. That was time. good. I like that. <laughs> but like, what are we so scared of? Silence? Is that really the worst thing that could happen? Oh, yeah. That you like don't have anything to say good like let there be silence let there be some peace yeah exactly and that really did have a huge impact it does when we talk positively about Coleman because we Mm -hmm. approach it differently that might be the biggest thing we we uh pay attention to him first thing in the morning Mm -hmm. I mean if if we leave him depleted right at the beginning of the morning it's like that you know because we're frustrated about the last night thinking how we're going to take care of him today Mm -hmm. uh just so frustrated yeah he's so frustrated yeah babies are very sensitive to the energy that you give them <laughs> they are they're sensitive to everything yeah. and it's a it's a wonderful thing it's such a learning experience yeah and it's taught us to be i think more patient more kind mm-hmm. uh that i think i otherwise i've become a lot more soft i think good <laughs> and in a good way yeah, yeah very good way but i think what really sparked this whole conversation or me thinking about the power of words was we had people over for dinner a couple weeks ago and afterwards Michael was like Kiana do you even like me like I feel like we weren't on the same team I feel like you weren't responding to anything I was saying at this like dinner party and I was like what are you talking about but I just wasn't conscious of Michael and I wasn't conscious of speaking praise about him in front of our friends and just building him up and encouraging him and that like really had an effect on you. Yeah, it did. And and I think in hindsight now, like looking at it, I just see how sometimes in social situations, I think you get anxious. Mm-hmm. And so you you might be just thinking within yourself. Oh, absolutely. You know, at yeah. that moment, you know, 
which we all have things, you know, to work on. I, I'm, I'm more inward looking all the time than I would like to be, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it, it was amazing. I was like, man, that really hurt. I had to talk about it. But then I just realized once we talked about it too, it was like, oh, you know what? We're fine. But yeah, kind of, it was. that's a good example. Yeah, of, yeah, it was a really good reality check for me. So the next time we had people over for dinner, I was able to speak praise about you and like build you up. It felt good. It was really cool to see the difference, to make that conscious effort of, oh, Michael is feeling a certain way in a social situation. Like I can look out for him. Yeah, we both get anxious. That's what it's telling us. We both get anxious. But when we build up each other, we we become a lot more confident and and have so much fun. Yeah, Yeah, totally. So what's funny about that first conversation we had, the next morning I was in Proverbs. Um, doing my scripture study. And this is Proverbs 15 verses one through two. And I'm out of the King's James, King James version of the Bible. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of the fools poureth out foolishness. Ooh. And I just, it really hit me because I, I realized how much I had been using my words poorly and like unconsciously. And God was just like, hey, if you want to improve your marriage, if you want to improve the spirit in your home, like you have to watch your tongue. You have to be careful with what comes out of your mouth because yeah. you can create a home of peace and sanctuary, or you can create a home of contention. I love that. I love that so much. And I, I'm the one, especially in the home who, who will have a, uh, like kind of an unfiltered, you know, tongue kind of a thing. So it's like, I say nice things. I say hurtful things. <laughs> I just say things, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've, I've just realized how important it is. Yeah. Just to, Take a step back and be intentional about your words. I I mean, we are freedom of speech advocates here. Yes. Uh, but that also means that you have the freedom to control your tongue. Uh, no one else does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you should take that very uh, seriously mm-hmm. and just say, you know what? I'm How am gonna, I, I going to use my freedom of speech? I'm going to decide to uh, use kindness as much as I can, you know, exemplify Christ. Otherwise, uh, that's just going to work against me. Mm-hmm. So it's a good way to use your freedom there. Yeah, it's so true. And Christ is such a good example of using his words. Yeah. Right? Like his words had so much power and impact and he knew how to carefully use them to reach the hearts of so many people. Right. And to say exactly what he who thing. is without sin cast the first stone. I mean, mm-hmm. whoa. Yeah. You know, it's like he sits there for a couple minutes and just finds the perfect words. Uh-huh. The power of those words, you know. If he if he had just said, Cast a stone, or if he said, Are there any of you without sin? Anybody? Anyone? Going once. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like the the, the power of words. Mm-hmm. Man. With that, we want to thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and discussing beautiful words. And if you like our words, please share it with other people. We would love for you to do that and help us push forward this wonderful message 
the messages that we that we do here. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the Perfectly Honest Podcast, and if you want to uh, follow us online as well at our website, that is perfectlyhonest.podbean.com. And with that, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.